Hello, everybody. This is your Talks at the Cross, the official podcast of the Cross Point Church. Very happy once again to come at you with a short Bible session. And we're so excited. We continue to ask you to pray for us, like, share, subscribe to our channel. Uh, we are so thankful for those of you who are praying, for those of you who are uh, sharing our short podcast. Uh, like I say, we are sharing this with the only purpose of edifying the body of Christ and that this short Bible study will stimulate and make you understand that God's word is so important in our lives on a daily basis and also that we must receive the word in our lives. And today's topic or theme is so vital for us to understand. Where, what is God's mercy? We're going to talk about God's mercy. And it's so important that we understand that a lot of people don't understand that we have to have a, an understanding of God's mercy in order for us to have an appreciative heart, in order for us to understand that if we are here, it's by God's mercy, by His grace, by His favor. And I'm going to be reading for you a foundational scripture found in James 3.17, where it says, for the wisdom far above is first of all pure. It's all, in other words, talking about divine wisdom. It's also peace, loving, and gentle in all times. And it says, and it's willing to yield to others. It is full of mercy. It's talking about the God's wisdom. So when we start to understand this God mercy is closely knit with God's love, with God's forgiveness and God's grace. So when we talk about mercy, we're just only describing the attribute that God has chosen his people and God has chosen us to be merciful. Mercy is an expression of what, of who he is and his love for us. In the Exodus 34, 6 and 7, it tells us clearly that, you know, uh, we need to understand that God's mercy is so powerful. We understand that the word mercy in a biblical and spiritual sense is feeling the pain of others or feeling the need of others in our heart. And it's a heart-centered feeling. And God's mercy, He knows and He knew that we needed him in our lives. This is why he says, For God so loved the world that he gave, he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. That is the true expression of the mercy of God upon us. We did not deserve it. We do not deserve it. But God's grace, God's mercy is real and alive. And the enemy does not want you to understand that God's mercy is something that we must acknowledge on a daily basis. God's mercy is shown to us, not once a year, not once a week, not once a month. God's mercy is shown to us on a daily basis. And I would dare to say that it is not only shown once a day, but many times throughout the day. We can see that God's mercy is there to protect us, is there to bless us, is there to forgive us. God's mercy, we don't deserve it. Sometimes uh, we're not looking for it. Sometimes we're far from God. But in His mercy, He will reach down with loving uh, kindness 
and reach out to show his mercy upon our lives. As Luke 6, 35 and 36 says, love your enemies, do good to them and lend to them without expecting to get anything back. Then your reward will be great. You will be the children of the Most High, because God is kind to the un- God is kind to the ungrateful and wicked. But be merciful, just as your Father is merciful. And now, one of the benefits of God's mercy is peace, love, and joy. When you acknowledge God's mercy, there is no doubt in my mind that you start to understand that the true expression of God's mercy is that peace, that love that you understand. And Christ-centered people acknowledge God's mercy constantly because we know that without God's mercy, we would not be here. We would not be serving God. We would not have known God. But it was God's mercy of all the people in the world. He gave you and I also an opportunity to become his children, to accept his salvation, to accept the forgiveness of our sins, to accept his and the sacrifice that Jesus Christ did on Calvary and demonstrated the greatest picture of mercy upon our lives. In Psalms 86, verse 15 and 16, it says, But you, Lord, are a compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger, abounding in love and faithfulness. Turn to me and have mercy on me. Show your strength on behalf of your servant. Save me because I've served you. Mercy is the cornerstone of the characteristic of God. Let me repeat that. Mercy is the cornerstone of the characteristic of God. God is the true expression of mercy. And it is evidenced by, we can see by the repetition in the Bible. Grace is mentioned 262 times in the King James Version. 157 times in the English Standard Version, 99 times in the New American Standard Version, and 170 times in the Amplified Bible, and 146 in the New English Translation. This is according to Bible Gateway. However, it is mentioned additionally as mercies, mercies and merciful. So we can say that it is so profound and so important. That is why it's mentioned so many times in the Bible. And we must acknowledge it. We must recognize it. We must understand that God uh, wants us to acknowledge His mercy in our life. Now, somebody said, is our mercy and grace related? Yes. I believe that those two go hand in hand. It says, be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, as God in Christ forgave you. That's found in Ephesians 4.32. Love is the common denominator between mercy and grace. Once again, love is the common denominator between mercy and grace. Mercy is what gets you out of trouble. And grace gives us what we don't deserve. Let me repeat that again. Mercy is what gets you out of trouble. And grace gives you what we don't deserve. By grace, Jesus saved us. And mercy followed from Jesus' last words. Forgive them, 
for they know not what they do. In Luke 22, 24, mercy and grace, love and forgiveness are characteristics of our one true God. And one of the things that I want to want you to understand that these go hand in hand, they're interwoven. Grace, love, and forgiveness are the characteristics of that one true God. Functioning him in tandem as he sits sovereign of the throne of heaven. The mystery of our God knits these traits together. And one of the greatest things is when we start to acknowledge his mercy in our lives. We see so many examples in the Bible of God's mercy. And it's so important that we acknowledge that it's the mercy of God in our lives that keeps us going. In Exodus chapter 16, verse 3, If only we had died by the Lord's hand in Egypt, then we sat around pots of meat and ate all the food we wanted. But you brought us out into this desert to serve this uh, entire assembly to death. That's uh, the people when they were complaining against God. And they were saying, you know, we had it better. Sometimes when you don't understand God's mercy, you might forget where God brought you from. And not recognizing God's mercy will puff you up and give you pride to think that it was by your doing. It's by you being good, by you having all this good talents. And you forget that it was the mercy of God that brought you to, from darkness to his marvelous light. The psalmist in Psalms 51, we all know that this is a psalmist where David recognizes that he had sinned against God and he pleaded to God. And King David said, have mercy on me, O God, according to your unfailing love. That's Psalms 51.1. That's the first thing David recognized. And he said, God, I, I need your mercy to shine upon my life. And I need you, God, for your unfailing love to come on my life in this moment when I most need it. And sometimes in our lowest point of our life is when we start to recognize God's mercy. But we must learn to recognize God's mercy even when we're going through the good times. Even though we're not on the lowest point, even when we're on the high point of our lives, we must always remember that it is God's mercy that has brought us to where we are. And the psalmist in that same Psalm 51, King David says, Create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. That's Psalm 51:10. David pleaded, and God heard him. The Lord has taken away your sin. You're not going to die, the prophet Samuel said to him in 2 Samuel 12, 13. So we see that God demonstrates his mercy and he responds when we acknowledge it. So many Christians have forgotten that God's mercy is what has them where they are. You must never let the enemy puff you up to think that you are where you're at because of what you do or the talents that you have. And some people have forgotten and, and they uh, judge others. They criticize others because they for, have forgotten that God has demonstrated his mercy upon their lives and upon others. And this is why he said, we must be merciful 
to those that maybe are not the same level you are. Don't ever, don't ever forget that it's God's mercy that has you where you're at. I, I like what the Apostle Paul wrote and what he declared when he said, while they were stoning Stephen, or Stephen, Stephen prayed, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. He fell on his knees and cried out, Oh Lord, do not hold their sin against them. And Saul, which was Saul at that time, was there giving approval to his death. That's when uh, Paul had not known yet Jesus and was approving the stoning of Stephen, our first martyr in the Bible, in the New Testament. And we see that Paul was there because he did not recognize the mercy of God. But it's so important that we understand that when you start to understand God's mercy, this is why in all 13 epistles that Paul wrote, half of the New Testament, you could see that thread of him acknowledging God's grace and God's mercy. He even calls himself the apostle to grace because he recognized, he realized that without God's mercy, he could never accomplish the assignment that God had upon his life. And one of the greatest things is that we see God's grace demonstrated in his mercy. When we look down and see, and you recognize mercy, we see when John chapter 8, verse 6 and 8, when they brought that adulterous woman to Jesus, and they were accusing, they wanted Jesus to give them the okay to stone her to death as the law dictated. But the Bible says there in those verses, Jesus stooped down and wrote in the dust with his finger, but let the one who has never sinned throw the first stone. Be careful, my brother. Sometimes we're very easy to throw stones at others, not realizing that we live in glass houses. What does that mean? That sometimes with the measure we measure, that's how we're gonna be measured. And sometimes we're pointing one finger and three are pointing because we have forgotten about God's mercy. When you have God's mercy in your life and you become a mature Christian, you realize that you must acknowledge God's mercy. No matter what level or what season God has you in your life, you could be on top. You could be uh, one of the greatest speakers. You could be the greatest pastor of the biggest mega church. But if there is no recognition, acknowledgement of God's mercy, all what you do could be in vain. This is why it's so important that we recognize God's mercy on a daily basis. And then in Proverbs 3, verse 27, the Word of God says, Whenever you possibly can, do do good to those who need it. Whenever you can, do good to those who need it. Remember I said that mercy means feeling the need of others in your heart? It's so important that we understand that God shows his mercy to us. And when we acknowledge it, there's nothing else but us to show and be like he has been merciful with us. We show mercy to others. So so important that we understand the concept. I b- believe one of the greatest declarations that Jesus did is found in Matthew 5, 7. And I like this so powerful verse that says, Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. Let me repeat that again. This is the word of God. This is not me. It's the word of God saying, Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. 
One of the greatest challenges is that sometimes when we let the enemy put in our hearts the idea that we are better than others. And you know, if I had the time, I would talk to you about the seven characteristics of mercy. Because if we go down deep, we will find out that you can see mercy. And when you start to be merciful, your relationship with God, your relationship with others, your relationship with your spouse, your relationship with family, your relationship with uh, people around you, with your co-workers becomes different because you understand what God's mercy is. And this is why it's so important. God, have mercy, Lord, have mercy. When we acknowledge God's mercy in our lives, there is so much blessing that it, it reveals God's character in us. Love fulfills the requirements of God's law. And mercy reveals how just and fair and compassionate God is. God is so powerful in demonstrating His mercy by not giving us what we deserve, by not punishing us, but not He's willing to forgive us. And mercy shows up when He forgives us. Mercy shows up when He loves us. Mercy shows up when He protects us. Mercy shows up when He is compassion. And God demonstrates His mercy in so many different ways. And we start to acknowledge His mercy in all our ways. He will direct our paths. We will be happy people. We will be victorious people. We will be people full of joy because we acknowledge God's mercy. There's so many Christians that are bitter, frustrated, and they don't understand. And sometimes they're judging others because they don't understand what it is to have God's mercy. You know, sometimes the devil will make you think and make you become a judge and say that person doesn't deserve that. He does this, he does that. And we forget that God doesn't look at things like we look at them. His mercy uh, will overlook things that we might be precisely judging somebody for them. But when we draw close to the throne of grace, then we, we receive that mercy and find grace and help us in our time of need. That's found in Hebrews 4, 6. It says, let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in the time of need. Sometimes I feel that maybe God is trying to tell us that we need to acknowledge His mercy so He can demonstrate His grace. And you know, sometimes we call upon God when we're with the waters up to our neck, when the problem is so big, when we're already burning in the fire. But I want to tell you that God's mercy, even then, he would demonstrate his love and his mercy toward us, but he wants us to acknowledge it. And then uh, we are forgiven because of God's mercy. And being found, uh, God's, uh, he humbled himself, Christ humbled himself, and became obedient to death, even to the death on the cross. And you know, this is so important that we learn to recognize God's mercy. And one of the things that I want to stress today is that we as Christians need to acknowledge the Bible tells you that God's mercy, God's mercies are renewed every day. 
think about that. God's mercies are renewed every day. That means that every time you and I wake up, God demonstrates his mercy. He, he demonstrates his mercy by protecting us. He demonstrates his mercy by forgiving us. He demonstrates his mercy by loving us. Sometimes we're not thinking about God, but yet God still loves us. That is God's mercy. Unmeasurable. It's, it is from generation to generation. His word says it's from eternity to eternity. There is no uh, limit. There is no chronological time to God's mercy. It goes hand in hand with the attribute of God. And I want you to understand, don't ever let the enemy make you forget about God's mercy. Acknowledge him. And you know, when you and I start to acknowledge him in all our ways, and we include that mercy, God, it's your mercy that I have not been destroyed. God, thank you for your mercy that you have supplied my needs. Thank you for your mercy, God, and your grace that I don't deserve this, but you have given it to me. God, thank you for your grace and mercy that by your grace and your mercy, you have given me this promotion. You have given me the opportunity to work for you. You have given me the opportunity to minister, to sing, to witness, to testify, to help somebody. Oh, I want you to understand when you uh, do things with the right perspective of having understood that it is God's mercy. And when we acknowledge God's mercy, our life becomes totally different. We approach life as a, a Christian that acknowledges who God is. And you know, sometimes this is the problem. We don't have a true intimate relationship with God. So we really don't know how to describe his mercy. But when you start to get closer to God and you, are, you start to see God's mercy, especially when he blesses you, when you don't even deserve it, especially when God gives you something that you know deep down in your heart, you don't deserve it. And God gives it to you. And you delight yourself in the Lord. He grants your heart's desire. That's God's mercy. I'm going to praise you, God, in the midst of this valley. I'm going to worship you in the midst of this problem. I'm going to give you the honor and the glory no matter if I'm going through this situation. I love you, Lord. I recognize, thank you for your mercy. You acknowledge God's mercy. And all of a sudden, your faith in relationship with God grows to a level that you start to understand. And it, it fulfills that need of understanding that God's mercy is something so powerful that when you acknowledge and you apply it to your daily life, I, I say that in our prayers, on our daily prayer devotion, one of the greatest things that we must always acknowledge is God's mercy, God's grace, and God's love. And you know, they go hand in hand, but sometimes we, we don't know how to really recognize it. Well, God, I thank you for this, I thank you for that. You don't realize it, it's God's mercy. And this is why the, the, the King David says to, to the Lord, have mercy on me, O God, according to your own failing love. He realized, he recognized God. He had sinned against God. He had uh, messed up. But God knew that if he recognized his mercy and God restored him, God gave him another opportunity. That's what God's mercy does. God is speaking to somebody that thought you didn't have an opportunity. 
God's mercy gives you an opportunity again. But pastor, I messed up. God's mercy gives you an opportunity. Return to God and he will show his mercy again. It, it is eternal. It, it does not finish. There is no expiration date on God's mercy. You don't have to do it between this day and that day. It's eternal. It's just acknowledging it. It's calling out to God. Like David said, brother, this person is a very proud person. And this person uh, probably is not going to want your prayer. She was a Christian at one time, but uh, she became very prominent. She became uh, popular. Uh, she became well-known internationally. Uh, she left the things of God. And she uh, probably won't want to even talk to you, but uh, she's doesn't have too much time to live. She's been diagnosed with cancer. And so I said, well, no problem. Um, and they told me, you know, uh, she has uh, a butler. She has a person that opens the door. And, but we asked him, and he's a believer. And he said that she would receive you since you are a visiting uh, missionary to this country. So I, I said, okay, I'll go. So I went and I sat down and she was a very a rich lady, very prosperous, like I said, uh, well-known. And um, so I walk in and, and she says, oh, so you're the American missionary. I said, yes, I am. I am. Uh, and she says, come on in. And she goes, I don't know if they told you I already know all about God and, and I, I've done that, but you know, right now I don't want to talk about that. I said, well, I said, I'm not coming to talk to you about religion. I don't want to talk to you about what, what you used to do or what I do. I, I want to just remind you that God's mercy is real and alive. She looked at me kind of strange. She said, what do you mean? She said, I, I, yes, I wanted to remind you that you, you're a very well-known person, very prosperous. And yes, you're in the last stage of, of carcinoma and you have been told that you don't have too much time to live. But I want to tell you one thing. That God's mercy is still the same. The Bible says they're new every morning. And I would just encourage you to cry out to God for his mercy. She looked at me and she said, you know, I haven't prayed. I haven't talked to God. I don't deserve to talk to God. I forgot about him. And I don't feel right now that I'm on my deathbed. I said, that's where you're wrong. That's where God wants to show you his mercy. And she started to cry and she said, you know, brother, she says, you're the first one that ever talked to me about God's mercy and not about a religion, not about asking God for forgiveness, just acknowledging. And she says, would you pray with me? So I prayed with her and I said, God, bless my sister. Let her rem remind her of your mercy. And I said, let her know that she before your eyes is still the same. Bless her, help her, give her new strength, God. And we prayed and we left. They had told her that she didn't have. So I got back to Boston and then a few weeks later, I received a call and that butler that was a Christian that had asked for prayer said, you know, I want to tell you something. After you left, she told me that she had really felt that God's mercy had come into her life once again. And she told me she wanted me to put Christian music. She wanted me to read the Bible to her. And she's doing much better. Her treatments are doing really good. She's very happy. And 
and she's she's so excited and she's telling everybody about God's mercy. And I said, well, praise God. What God's mercy can do for anybody that lets mercy come into their lives. God is speaking to somebody right now. Acknowledge God's mercy in your life. Come back to God. Let his mercy shine upon your life. I want to conclude today by just saying a short prayer and asking God's mercy to show up in your life. Dear God, I thank you for your word today. We have been talking about your mercy, about your love, about your grace. Right now, that person that is listening to this podcast that needs your mercy to show up in their life, I don't care where they're at, let your mercy shine upon their lives. And we will give you the glory and the honor, God, because your mercy endureth forever. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.